Well, hello there. You're listening to season three of Kids Kids of Music, a podcast where we talk to musicians, composers, conductors, performers, and we talk to the musicians too, even if they're kids. We're asking the questions you've always wondered but never had a chance to ask. And we will be listening to all this music to see what makes it so interesting and enjoyable. And it's a choice for your team. Because music is for you. I am your co-host, Arlene. And I am your co-host, Rebecca Lane, director and owner of the Lane School of Music. Let's cue the music. Welcome to another episode of... Let's cue the music. My name is Rebecca Lane, and I am your co-host, and I'm here with the very famous and lovely... Zara. Zara Lane. (laughs) And we are bringing to you an episode today... On, on holiday music. So yeah. we're going to talk about some holiday music at Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, music is a big part of celebrating anything. Yeah. And so we have some fun holiday music for you to listen to over the holidays. Yeah. So I guess we'll just, we'll just dig in. We'll just tell them to you. Yep. Okay. The first one is... The Netcracker. And if you have listened to our podcast before, you might know that about um, a year ago, season two, episode 12... We did an episode with Lynn Kuo, who is the assistant concert oh, yeah. master of the National Ballet of Canada. And she had some really fun things to tell us, like behind the scenes stuff that happens yeah. at the Nutcracker. And we're going to the... We're going to see... Yep, yeah, we're going to see the Nutcracker. We're going to see the Nutcracker. It's in like a week. It's going to be super wait, fun. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. I know. It's like on Friday or something. So Next um, Friday? Yeah. This Why don't you tell... Friday? Well... Maybe Saturday. Better not be. Why don't you tell everyone what the Nutcracker is um, about? The Nutcracker Ballet is a beloved holiday classic all over the world. T.A. Hoffman's story, The Nutcracker and the Mouse King, paired with Tchaikovsky's score, brings holiday dreams to life. <laughs> Sounds like a commercial. The Nutcracker tells the story of a young girl who wakes up on Christmas Eve to find that the toys under her tree have come to life and fills... And the room fills with an army of mice led by the Mice King. Nutcracker Prince comes to her aid to defeat the Mouse King. And then doesn't she go to like the, the Nutcracker's place? She goes to like his castle or something. Yeah. And there's um, like a marzipan. Yeah, most major ballet companies present the Nutcracker in November and December, or you can watch online. We will put the link yep. in the show notes. I went and watched a 3D movie of. Nutcracker years ago. It is a Christmas story, yeah. but not totally. Like Christmas is kind of just happening at the same time as the story. It's not really about yeah, Christmas. It's not about Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> but you should know that Christmas is a part of the story. I mean, it's a major part. And we're gonna listen to "Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy" right now. Oh, is that like the famous one? That is one of the famous ones. Music by Tchaikovsky.
Yeah. So it's a really famous piece of music from the Nutcracker Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. We will put a link to one of the videos so you can also watch some ballet dancing along with it. And you can see the Sugar Plum Fairy doing her very famous solo. Um, Okay. Number Number two two is Handel's Messiah. Handel's Messiah is an oratorio. And an oratorio is kind of like an opera, but it tells a, a religious story, usually without sets and costumes that tells the story of the life of Jesus through music. It is performed by an orchestra, choir, and four solo singers, soprano, alto, tenor, tenor, I think. Tenor. Tenor and bass. Or bass. Ba- ba- yeah, bass. 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 Yeah. 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 So we're going to play the very famous Hallelujah Chorus. Hallelujah. Exactly. Which you will probably recognize. And yes, again, this is a religious story. It's a story of the life of Jesus. It's not just about his birth, by the way. It's about his entire life. Christmas is about the birth of Jesus, but Handel's Messiah is actually about Jesus' entire life. But it's a very important piece of classical music. And every major orchestra performs Messiah around the holidays. And many smaller musical groups do even if they don't like perform the rest of the year, they still will like get together for a performance of Messiah. You can watch it online. You can, we'll put links up, but well, if you want to hear Messiah there, it's very easy to find someone yeah, we'll who's doing it. We'll probably just put it. We're probably just going to put everything up. Yeah. We'll put some links in, in the show. Anyways, notes. Let's go. But yeah, actually the hallelujah <laughs> chorus, when it was first played for the King of England, was um, it played for the queen? No, it was a king at that time. Oh, well, there were, he well, was so moved, history, he stood yeah. up. And so now everyone always stands up when they he- hear the Hallelujah Chorus. That is the tradition. Okay, mm, we're going to... That's tradition. Hallelujah. Tradition. Chorus.
One of my favorite pieces of music of all time. I truly love Handel's Messiah. And it gets played so much in, for classical musicians, professional musicians, we play it like every year, sometimes multiple times. I've still never gotten sick of it. It's one of the best pieces of music ever written. Super famous. So even if you don't celebrate Christmas, still a piece of music to know in your repertoire as a classical music lover. It is truly wonderful. And so I told you that, <laughs> you'll find this funny, Zara, that when it was performed for the king, he stood up during the Hallelujah Chorus, and so now it's tradition that the audience always stands up. And legend has it that maybe he was just stretching his legs because it's at the very end, like very close to the end of a very long performance, like Handel's Messiah is a couple of hours long. He had been sitting for a while, and maybe he just needed to like stretch his legs. So he stood up at that point. And when the king stands, everyone stands, so everyone stood up with him. And now it's like, well, the king stood for Handel's Messiah during the Hallelujah Chorus. So we've been doing it ever since for like 300 years. Kind of hilarious. Yeah. What? Who started like the thingy that he... Um... The rumor that he yeah. was just stretching his legs? Yeah. Well, it's just speculation because like back then no one recorded him. and We can't go back in time and ask him what he was doing. Hi, so, what were you doing? Like, yeah. In your life. <laughs> Okay, we, number three. A Charlie Brown Christmas released in 1965. This animated TV special has become a holiday classic in part to do the amazing music by jazz pianist Vince Guaraldi. I think so. Guaraldi. Yeah. In the movie, Charlie Brown is having a difficult time getting into holiday spirit. Spirit. And so Lucy, his friend, suggests that he directs the neighborhood Christmas play 
but all of his friends make fun of him when he chooses very a very small tree centerpiece as a play set. I've watched this movie. The story is accompanied by music performed by a jazz trio and includes a mix of well-known holiday tunes and newly composed jazz pieces. Some musical numbers even include a children's choir. Those kids are probably all in their 60s now. So that, that was actually an album that I had for a long time. I think we still have it downstairs there. We should listen to it again because we actually have all the music to that. Even though no one has CD players anymore, we could probably listen to it somehow. What do you think? Would that be fun? Maybe. I watched a Char- a Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, like the, the video. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Number four. The, the Snow- Snowman. The Snowman is a wordless children's book written in 1978 by a British author, Raymond Briggs. It tells a story of a boy who builds a snowman who comes to life. In 1982, the book was turned into an animated TV special and the symphonic poem, orchestral music. It tells a story only instrument through only instrument and music. Today, the music is often played by a live orchestra with a narrator while the film plays in the background. We will add a link to that in the show notes. Mm, very fine. So I, th- I feel like you've seen this on TV as well. I've seen the movie for this, The Snowman. Is it like Frosty the Snowman? I think it's a little... No, I don't think that's the same thing. Anyway, anyway we'll link to that in the show the Snowman notes. and Rudolph's Red Nose Reindeer and stuff. This is a fun one to watch at home and also if you go um, in person. Yes, if you go in person is and watch it live. This year? I haven't seen any ads. I haven't seen any ads for anyone doing The Snowman, but this would be a fun one to do. I mean, as you know, we're going to watch The Hockey Sweater which is going to be fun too, but not Christmassy, just wintry, not holiday, just wintry that's in February. Okay, okay number, number five. five, carol sing play. Get your family and friends together to sing and play your favorite holiday songs. <laughs> do you think that would be fun? Yeah. What kind of songs would you pick if we were going to do a holiday like sing-along? I don't know. I don't have one of my favorite Christmas songs, actually. Oh, I like all the, I mean, there are lots of Christmas carols that we sing and that oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. All the old-fashioned ones with the descants. Those are my favorite. Dad loves those, too. He loves singing yeah. super high soprano parts. Yeah, holiday songs. And we listen to Handel's Messiah pretty much every year. It used to be, well, sadly, we won't be able to do this. We used to listen to Handel's Messiah on Christmas Day in the morning because it's always on the radio. And then we would listen to the Queen's Christmas speech. There will not, not be a Queen's, a Christmas Queen speech, Queen's Christmas speech this year because the Queen is sadly no longer with us. Probably there'll be a King's speech, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He will listen to that. Anyway, those are kind of our Christmas Day, Christmas Day traditions that and eating pancakes. Mm. Oh, yeah. Whipped cream and fancy cereal in the morning when you wake up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mom. Mm-hmm. For loops again this year. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Or lucky charms. Oh, yeah. Mm, but a, a question what time should we get up this year? For gifts? Yeah. Because yeah. I think six o'clock in the morning is the earliest. We can allow it. Anything before that is still night. Yeah. No, but like, no, well, like the whole family. Six o'clock. We're all getting up at six o'clock. Actually, I think dad and I usually get up at seven. But anyway. Oh, we had to wait for so long. Yeah, it gives you time to eat your lucky charms. All right. That's it for this episode of Kids Cue the Music. Thanks for listening and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Kids Cue the Music. 
if you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes and follow us on social media at Lane School of Music. I'm Zara Lane. And I'm Rebecca Lane. See you next time on Kids Cue the Music. music.